show up and body some shit. Yeah, yeah. Always been a little mad. We live, baby. Lately, this cash up get air. Got me losing count of these bags. I've been moving too fast. Hard times don't last. Remember when cops harassed, talking out my ass. Boy, you ain't shit but a bitch with a badge. All my life. They trying to keep me down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Between the Neighbors podcast. I am Justin Mays. I have two guests here in front of me, Mr. Jarrett Mays. Yes, sir. What's going on? He's been on the podcast uh, twice, I think, now. And then Mr. Joseph Wilson, a.k.a. JoJo, a.k.a. The Man. Yes, sir. What's going on, bud? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's going on? Man, so first things first, man, I want to... I want to talk about these damn wildfires happening right now. Um, I know the one in uh, Singer area. Yeah, we could talk about the wildfires. Let's talk about everything on fire. Yeah, everything. Literally, man. everything is on fire. Everything, like, for real. We had a plant yesterday in Louisiana on fire. Yeah, it's crazy. Little places around here on fire. Jasper's on fire. The Huntsville prison on fire. Like, yeah. everything's on fire. Yeah, the Walls unit caught on fire. Yeah, Walls unit. Walls unit caught yeah. on fire. No shit, yeah. That's a transfer, yeah. too. That's crazy. Yeah, man, it's wild out here, man. Man. What the hell is that noise? Buddy, it's your neighborhood. Oh, well, anyway. But, yeah, everything's on fire. Um, and then where your mother-in-law's at right now is on fire, too. Yeah, Maryville. So that whole area. Um, I think it was yesterday that Maryville had a, uh, what do you call it? A mandatory evacuation, and they have like four helicopters going, and then uh, what do you call it? Those two big old helicopters for the water, or like yeah, no for the for the water, and then they have uh, two of them big old planes that scoop down into the into the what do you call it? They drop the water. Yeah, they drop the water. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That is a big ass fire. Yeah. It's massive. How did the walls unit come on fire? I have no idea. That, so I just heard about it. They said uh, something about an attic. No, they said something about an attic caught fire. Look, I, I didn't. I, I didn't I, really I, read on it. Previous experience, I know what prisons like, and I ain't never seen no attic in all the units I've been in. <laughs> so I, I've seen like straight beams and you weren't close enough. Some insulation, but that's about all I've seen. <laughs> right. I ain't seen no attic unless I ain't seen it myself. Wow, than I saw. I guess yeah. it just got so dry and hot or something. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. It does get hotter. Nobody ever knows. Oh, man. Anybody could have set on fire or fucking could have went by itself. It is a constant occurrence in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> 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 Motherfuckers <laughs> will set their mats on fire and float the toilets up and flood something. Just it for it. no reason? No reason at all. Just to fucking get out. Speaking of that, there's nothing else to do, man. They will, I mean, they'll how, do anything for anything. How much time did you do? So I did a, a little bit over four years and a five-year sentence altogether. You know, I'm a free man. Been free for about uh, three months now. Hell yeah. You know, living right, living a good lifestyle. Mm-hmm. As they good, call huh? it. You ever set your mattress on fire? No, never. No, never. <laughs> I never <laughs> need been a place to sleep. Person, no. I've never been that kind of person. You never flooded your toilet either? Never, never. I've seen people do it, man. I've never done that. I was always the one that stayed back in the cell, and, you know, I really never messed with anybody. I was pretty wild in there. Very. Damn, so man. Much, so much stuff that happens in there. Pretty much everything. You know, when people ask me, they say, uh, how was it like in there? This, this, and that. 
man, you know what I tell people? I say, man, it's, what you see on TV is pretty much what happens in there. Yeah. You get all the crazy stories and all the all the crazy stuff that happens it, it's there. Yeah. You know, so. So I don't really be watching nothing about enough prison. I just be watching, like, uh, court cam. I'll be watching the fuck out of that. Cam, yeah, that's fresh. And, and yeah, then fresh uh, police yeah. activity on YouTube. Hey, I've yeah. been watching that, too. Bro, I watch the crap out of that, man. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's the uh, body cameras. Yup. That's crazy shit. So much. That's wild, bro. I have no idea. That's wild. So, so much crazy. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened in prison? Man, where I start, man. It's, I mean, it, it, I guess I would ask you where does it start with, like, as far as um, the circumstance, like. I mean, were you talking like death or. Um, just oh, crazy what's, stories. What's like the craziest? Or, yeah, what's the, what's you know, the craziest thing so that impacted you in there? So, if you were talking about something that had impacted me, I would probably go back to where I first started in my sentences. Is um, it's probably it, it would probably go back to death. Somebody killing themselves. That would probably be killing themselves. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's a. Time is not for everybody. You know, you have to be mentally strong going into it. If you don't have a strong mind, you know, if you're not built for that, man, it can break somebody apart, man. Yeah. You know, you have to be ready for that. You have to have. Well, I don't know how, like, how do you mentally prepare for that? Like, you know, when you I can't. Because remember, yeah, as a kid, no getting sent like, to your room, you're just there all day. Just bro, I'd be mad old. as hell, too, boy. Oh, that gets old, man. In your own room. So once you're, once you're first, first, like, faced with that reality, of when you're first locked up and you're facing a sentence, like you gotta be like, okay, my back is against the wall. What do I do now? Right. And that point, you gotta realize, like, am I going forward? I'm going back. I'm going left or right. Mm-hmm. You have to figure that out on your own. Nobody's gonna teach you to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know how I did my time is when I was first with that, like, approach with that adversity is I sit back and look at other people and how they do their time. Right. That's how. That's how I did it. You know, so I looked at the old school motherfuckers and, you know, I seen how how they did it. And I just looked back and see how they do their time, yeah. you know, and I just copy that. But as far as that goes, like, you just got to figure it out. Bro, so is it really like, did you have to affiliate with anyone? You know, the whole time, like some uh, all the four yeah. years I've been, been in prison, you know, uh, a lot of people will fall victim to it. Um, but it, it I, the whole time I was down, I was never affiliated with anything. Uh, I've got approached many and many times before, over and over again. Um, you want to be with, be down with this, 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 and this, and it's uh, I've never been down with it, you know. Yeah. So I've always standing for myself. So when you get down with those gangs, you know, whatever it is, you gotta fight for that gang. Something that don't don't even apply to you, you gotta get down with it. Say somebody else across the room has a problem with somebody else. You know, they're fighting for something. And then they're like, hey, we're going to go ride and we're going to go smash on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if you're if you're down with that, you have to go get down with that. And that's something I've seen. I'm like, I'm not going to fight for nobody else. Right. You know? I, I'm right. always I've always been my own person, you know. <clears throat> so I, that's why that's why I always shied me away from them. Mm-hmm. You know? So I never got down that's with wild. that stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to be solo, you know, because <clears throat> every uh, most most of uh, units that you go to, they have something that's called a heart check, you know. <clears throat> and I've been approached with it many times. Being a, I'm a Caucasian man, you know, I'm not racist by no means. Um, I very shy, very strongly shy 
uh, against that kind of thing. Right. You know, so when you when you go to every unit, especially an ID unit, not a transfer unit, um, when you go to those units, they will approach you. Hey, are you a wood? It's being a Caucasian man. Right. They will approach you and be like, hey, are you a wood? Are you affiliated with any uh white supremacy gang, pretty much, in how y'all call it out here? Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, like, nah, I'm solo. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I'm solo. I'm an individual. You know what I'm saying? I stand for what I believe in. Right. So they'll, they'll approach you. Okay, you're not solo. You don't want to be a wood. This, this, and that. Well, they'll be like nine times out of ten. They'll tell you, um, well, okay, well, if you're solo, we do heart checks. And a heart check is typically a 45-second fight. with a, uh, it, it varies between different units. But most of the units I went to, it's, a, it's like a two or three-on-one at first. And then they'll back door with another one that come in. When, you, when they see you're tired, they'll back the word another one. 45 seconds. So if you get past that, that's the biggest part. You just got to get past that. You just got to let them know where your heart is. Where That's why it's called a heart check. See where you're at, you know. They just want to see if you're going to fight. You know, now I've come across, like, times when <clears throat> people come up to me and, like, hey, you're affiliated, da, 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 and I tell them no. And they'll come up to me, okay, we do heart checks. Okay, we're we going to do this, this, and this. We scratch over here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, what do y'all do? Because I already know the process. And I'll tell them, like, okay, well, how y'all do it over here? This, this, and that, whatever. And then I've come come into it a couple times when they're, like, when they see I'm, I'm going to get out there, they'll be like, okay, now you're good. Like, we just want to see where yours at. Right. Yeah, That's why I call it a heart check. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get into it with them, you know, and you're like, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm just trying to pass my time. That's when they go and try to take your shoes, take your commissary <laughs> bag. And it's real. You know, it's real. Yeah, what size you wear, Jojo? Take, <laughs> yeah, they're going to they ask you, like, hey, what, yeah. if they see that kind of weakness in you, they, they're they like sharks in the water, man. They'll they'll come after you. If you say, nah, I'm just trying to pass my time. I don't want to, you know, I'm not I'm not into that. I don't want to fight. They're going to ask you, hey, what size those shoes are? Oh, these about, these about 10. These these by a size ten. Oh yeah, that's them my size. They gonna take them. Mm. They gonna take them. Damn it, boy. You just walking around barefooted. They, and they huh? will put. Don't get me wrong. They will pull up in three, four, five deep. How many shoes you had taken? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep that. <laughs> we gonna keep that VG. Nah. Zero. What? Zero. Nah, but they, they they tell you come up out them shoes though. Oh, they approach you. They yeah. gonna ask you. But like I said, it, it going back to what I said, if if they see you're going to get out there, they really don't mess with you too much. But me, looking the way I am, I'm a youngster. I, I'm, right now I'm 25, so I've been in prison once I was in my my younger 20s. So they're going to prey on that. So they're going to they gonna try, to, try, to, try to do it. You know what I'm saying? They, they feed on any kind of weakness they can see, man. Yeah. So if they see that, they're going to try to keep mm-hmm. biting and biting like, and biting. Like you said, sharks. Keep that shot uh, yeah. in the water. Mm-hmm. They gonna keep biting, man. Yeah, that's wild, bro. But once they, once you, once you uh act on that, and you go towards something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they so don't, don't want to mess with you. So, you did four years on a five year sentence. Mm-hmm. So how did how were you able to get out? Kind of like parole, or man, you know, being being young in prison, you know, it's 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 easy to fall victim to the whole game and the whole lifestyle that's in there, you know. So <clears throat> how I got out is once I got past a certain point, 
I realized like, hey, why am I going to waste my life doing nothing? You know, so how I turn my point on that is I'm like, hey, what does this system offer me that I can better myself that I can take out here in the world? You right. Know, and whatever they had to offer, I mean, they offer college courses in there. You know, I, I did what I could. I did, I never got my GED in the world, so I went ahead and got that. Uh, by the grace of God, I finished uh, valedictorian in my class, which wasn't very many. I think it was like 40 or something uh, people in my class, 40, 50. But I did that, and then I went on to uh, go on to an entrepreneurship program, which I finished, uh, I think it was like top 10 in my class. <clears throat> you know, I did that. Just whatever, reading any books I could to gain any knowledge that I could while mm-hmm. I was locked up. I just want to come out a better man, you know. So A lot of people don't take advantage of that. Whenever you got out, how much different was, was Willis? Oh, man. Oh, man. It was crazy, huh? Man, it's so crazy, man. It's, and you ain't got to be gone for that long to notice, like, changes like that, man. It's, you know, it's it, 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 it's so small stuff. You know, it's nothing to prepare you. And it's, and it's why I tell people sometimes, it's like, um, when I got out, it's like, you get so used to what they got going on in there. Because they tell you when to do this, when to do that, when to eat, when to shower, whatever. You know? Yeah. You listen to somebody. So when you get out, it's such a free world, you know, it's, you, you just figure it out on your own. Right. You know, it's something that you have to get used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got out, it's like, and, and, and let me back up to where, before I even got out. They told me, okay, you made parole. Okay, cool. I'm happy. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm feeling mixed emotions within my mind and my stomach. I'm feeling like I don't even want to go home. Cause I don't even know if I'm ready for it. Right. Like that's how, that's how used to you can get to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it's hard to get, transition. And, right. and to be to be honest, I've been out for about a little over three months, and I'm still not used to it. You know, it's it's something that you have to just grow on. You know. Right. And I, I'm better off than I was when I, the first day I got out. I tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's uh, you know, it, it, it it's it's not easy. Right. You know? Definitely not easy. Yeah. So, what what did you do to even end up, if you don't mind me asking? Mm-hmm. Or if you even want to say it at all, I don't. I don't mind at all. All right. Shoot your shot. So, what did you end up doing to, to get time? Man, I run you down my felonies. So, I originally caught my felonies when I was in 2018, July 24th. I have a total of four felonies. Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you what my feeling is. I'll do you that. I got two manufactured deliveries. One was with, with some uh, textural hydroglycinol, which is uh, THC wax. Mm-hmm. The other one of my manufactured deliveries was uh, cocaine. And the other one was uh, tamper with evidence. And then my fourth one was a, a, a felon with a firearm. So that that what that was my uh you know what, I come from a background that I don't really like to talk to too much because I don't like to dwell on my past, mm-hmm. but I used to sell drugs. I'm trying to get out of that life, you know. I'm trying to live the straight path. So uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what my charges are right there. Yeah, it's wild. Very more than you think. Well, I guess the biggest thing right now is you know yeah. Biggest or hey, oh, all right. 
I was gonna say I had these bottles right here. Um, I guess the biggest thing right now is just, you know, staying out of trouble. You know, yep. Let's go to the races on Saturday nights or record podcasts. Or I hate to miss them. Bro, I'm telling you, it's a it's a fun time, bro. It definitely is. It really is. Hey, I know uh, September 23rd, Trey, your neighbor, my buddy, he's gonna be racing his his big sprint. Oh, he has a big sprint. Yeah, he's got a big sprint. I thought he even had the uh, the smaller one. No, that's not even his. I think that's when uh, that's Jelly Roll Jimmy. concert is. Oh, is it? Well, I'm not going to see Jelly Roll. Where's he playing? In the pavilion? Yeah. I might. That's going to be hard. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch the races. Yeah. Races, bro. Races over Jelly Roll. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, No, I know, bro. I've been listening to Jelly Roll for a hot minute. He just speaks so much minute, truth. Bro. I'm man. telling it's, you, it's his lyrics. Man. I'm telling he just you, bro. But so much truth, man. I'm telling you. But it's like I can either go see Jelly Roll or go support friends and shit like that at the dirt track and go hang out with friends, you know. Drink some cold it's beer. Drink some cold, yeah, some cold beer. Can't forget the cold ones. Yeah, with the dirt flying on you, you go home. You got dirt all over I you. Enjoy it, y'all. Dude, Every me too. I, I love it. it. Everyone's always ready to leave, rap, last phase, blah, 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 but I'm ready to watch it. You know yeah. What I, mean? I just paid for that. Yeah. And I'm already chilling, so <laughs> might as well I got stay. about six more beers back in the cooler. I got one more race. That's plenty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 got to finish them all before I leave. Even if they're all gone, I'm already feeling good. Yeah, you know, we still going to watch the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when I'm taking some money. <laughs> and usually you're taking my money. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucked up part. You're taking my money. Yeah. It's, it's always a good time though watching the race. What we need to do? We need to make it a fucking every weekend thing. We all take some fucking like twenty one dollar bills. Fucking bet on each race. Yeah, well, I'm telling you right now, September twenty third, I got Trey. At least three dollars a race. Is he, is he having a good race or what? Huh? Is he? He's it's a, a big or big. big having a good season. Yeah. He, I don't know what he is on points. I don't keep up with. That I don't. Shit. I don't know what he is either. You would have more fucking knowledge than me. I don't know what he is on the season right now. I know. uh I honestly don't even know, honestly. The only thing I know about him, he's good. He's fast. I got two of his hats. Very. Yeah, he's, he's fa- very fast. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. That boy cold, too. Very. See, the last race he raced, he uh, he started like fifth. Yeah, he started fifth and then got all the way up to second and held yeah, second until the last lap. Up. And then on turns one and two, he made the, made the pass because of lap traffic and ended up winning the race. Oh yeah, it was yeah. You're sure, right? No. Mm-hmm. Bro, you need a fan up in there. I know. It's Texas. I don't even, I don't even have a fan. It's te- I, I'll tell you one thing. I'm ready for the winner. Cause I'm from Texas, man. From Texas. <laughs> he yeah, can't. Bro. He can't come fast enough for that winter time, man. Dude, I'm telling you. They said something. I was. I was reading this thing, and they were talking about the South is gonna have a really bad winter. Like hot snow. No snow. Snow. I mean, that's what it did that one year when it snowed here, but it's been how long? I don't know, but it can't come fast enough. Either way, they say snow in Texas, it's usually just like sleet. Nah, bro, not the last time. You were locked up when it snowed here. Yeah, that's probably where I'm fucking up. (laughs) You was was up in the fucking... Bro, we went to to Kroger, and you know, like, at the front of the neighborhood, it's got that little downslope. Yeah. Bro, oh, and it was all icy and everything. Shit, it was bad. Hey, look, I hit my brakes, and I was just sliding down that little hill. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> hey, I made someone else a Snapchat. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Getting sideways in town. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to see that video. Now we just need a little boat. I got him, buddy. Man, you can't go wrong with a boat, man. Go on a little boat. A boat and we'll pull it. A boat when the, when the, when the ice and the snow. Anything. Oh, yeah, boat. That's what I'm saying. You can't yeah, go my buddy's got a boat. boat. Yeah, big pontoon beer. On I don't shirt. know. Shit. Good it floats yeah. on water. It's got a motor. I mean, what else you need? That's all you need. <laughs> Some fishing poles and a cooler full. Yeah, hey, uh, Lake Conroe, I know where they have. I know where they at too. That's all you get need. A boat. Huh? Get a boat. I'm not going to get a boat. Man, you go pon- get a boat. A little bit. <laughs> I don't make that railroad money no more. <laughs> yeah, a little pontoon boat, man. That's a little party you barge. That. You got that railroad money. You go do it. Yeah, but I got railroad bills too. <laughs> 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 Where's the other four wheeler at? In the back. In the backyard. In the back. Mm-hmm. Keep it outside. Yeah, we got a cover on it. Why is it not in here? Because we keep it in the back. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What? <laughs> his brakes are fucked or something. Hey, he's the same dude who lives Yeah. On? Oh, that's his music. That's the same dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's Josh. It, Josh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. Same guy has been there. Confidential. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So the reason you guys are hearing all these noises in the background is because we're recording in the garage with the garage door wide open. So they're like earlier you heard like little kids and stuff because they were. Re- I guess it was a little kid. I don't know. Car door right there. Yeah, it was a car door. Neighbor done pulled up. So. I'm in a hot box right now. But. Yeah, it's Texas nighttime. Humidish. It don't you know what? get cool in Texas, especially in the fucking <laughs> summertime. Yeah, you talk hey, about what's up day, with uh, DJ Lagway, bro? Oh, man. That, that was boy was his nice. today, man. Hey, look, I posted. So I went Very to the game. Last man. year, I went to the game. I'm not. You're not surprised? Last year I went to a he game. Committed like before the season started. But he committed. But he, he committed de- in December ball. of last year. He was I've seen his highlights. He's not very fast. I'll give him that. He's not very fast, but to be oh he's big. Fast, he's, he's very shifty it, it, when he's scrambling. But he is a dual f- dual threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can't can't deny that. He has a cannon full. So arm, look, when I went uh, last year to their 430 something yards in, in the first half. Nah, is he a senior? Nah, that was in the whole game. Is he a senior? Yeah, he only yeah. played the first half. They were up thirty something points at halftime. You're not going to keep your your five star quarterback and yeah, they're going to put the bench in yeah. eight yeah. touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, that dude's wilding right now. But anyway, last year I went to one of the games and I was you know recording and making highlights and stuff while I was posting on Instagram on my reels, and one of the videos shot up to like forty thousand or fifty thousand views, and my shit was popping, bro. The sensation, man. Bro, I'm telling you, it was my my Instagram notifications were like wilding. Cause he's wilding, that's why mm-hmm. he's good. Yeah, the boy's on something, man. Yes, I'm very surprised. Somebody from Will was doing something. And we ain't had nothing big since oh uh, oh uh, oh. Uh, Michael Bishop. Michael Bishop. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I have some cards. Uh, one I of mean, his nieces. Hold up, you really can't say nothing though because you had Chris Pack uh, go to Baylor. But that's it. He was on the bench. He, he, he was not even starting, though. He actually got hurt. I didn't know he got hurt. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got hurt. He got to play a fifth see, year. if you look up Chris Platt, Baylor University, he's going to have, what you're going to see is a 
a kickoff return <laughs> that he made. That's it. Yeah. He's a good receiver. He's fast. Another He's a track one, guy. Another one you got to talk about, too, is Keyshawn Carter. Yeah, he played at A&M. And he didn't he, – he, he played at Willis, but he went – I think he, he went, went to the, the Woodlands. Woodlands. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, he went to the finish. Woodlands, and then he played at Texas A&M. Yeah, or not Texas A&M. Uh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, and then he yeah. transferred his senior year to U of H and then declared for the draft. And I, don't, I think he went undrafted. Sounds about right. Still, those are the people that made it through. Like, hey, but yeah. back back to uh, I mean, they're still D one scholars. Back to the know? bishops, though. Man, uh, 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 Michael Bishop. Yeah. His niece, when I was in elementary school, um, he actually came up to her. I think it was career day. He came up to uh, he came to school for his his niece, and he was giving out cards. You know, and, you know, when I was younger, I used to love football cards. Yeah, I've always yeah. been a sports fanatic. So uh, he came up to the school. And gave out his cards. I got two cards from him when he was at Kansas State, when he was when he was with the Patriots. Yeah. And then I got a piece of paper signed, all of them signed by him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's not big now, but still, I, that's something right. I still. Check. I know, I know, like as far as like a quarterback's uh, camp and stuff. He, I know he does that. The dude's probably making buku money on it too. Oh, I'm sure. He used to live right over here, didn't he? he yeah, he lived right in that two story house. Yeah, that first two story house. Yeah, right that there. red one. He lived in that sucker. He bought that for his, uh, I think it was some, something for his family. But right across the street from me when I used to live in his neighborhood, actually, uh, right across the street, he bought that and this other house for his uh, his family. Yeah. So he was paying everything. I don't know if he paid it in full or paying lease or whatever, but he did that for his family. Mm-hmm. So I respect him for that. That's, uh, yeah. That's good, man. Not a lot of people do So that. I remember my senior year in high school, we had like, it was like in the, uh, like before the season had started, um, they had this dude from overseas. He graduated from Willis. I don't remember when, but he graduated from Willis. And this dude, he's like six four, six five, big old black guy, you know. And his name is Ira Brown. And uh, he come up to the school because Coach Storms had knew him. Oh, I'm familiar with Storms. And uh, this dude was like crazy, bro. Like dude had hops. Well, then I was like, well, I've never even heard of this guy. I just knew he played overseas. So I looked him up, and this dude, like, he was wilding out. Did he end up dude is wild. Huh? He transferred, or? Well, he, he just plays overseas. Like, he's making money overseas. That's what, like, Dwight Howard and all them are doing right now. They're all playing overseas. Hey, did you see James Harden? You see that, that uh, contract that Saudi Arabia offered him? Was it Saudi, or? Anyway, they offered him nine hundred million dollars to go over there and play. He's not even—he's not even playing in the uh, NBA no more. It, well, he is, but he's having some kind of conflict right now with Daryl Morey. Hmm. He said he'll never play for him again or whatever. Yeah, because when they were at, when they were at Houston and all that other stuff, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the conflict is. I don't really care. There's other stuff to be worrying about. He needs to come back to Houston, really. I wish he would. Every time sure he has the playoffs, he, he does good games and he has bad games. Yeah. And you know, that's another thing, man, that I want to get on, is why all these fucking main NBA players like KD and Kyrie specifically, they get on a good team, right? They get on good teams and they just switch up, man. I don't. I don't know why they do that. To my when both of them are on the same team. Not not when on the not necessarily when they're on, a, on the same team, but it's just like. Well, see, like stay somewhere. See, like even like 
Um, like Chicago, right? Not just KD, but like there's multiple NBA players that do that. Why can't they just like stay too much dedicated talent. to a franchise? Too like, why talent. can't they just build with them? Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, KD is but to me. I, KD. I used to love KD when he was with OKC. Oh yeah. I mean, they had when James and Harden Westbrook, was there. Bro. Oh man, they was dominant. They had, they why had did they split up? Because because OKC or because the Golden State beat OKC. And he was coming up on the end of his contract, so he wanted to join OKC. I can't respect that. Oh, I know. Him, join him. I can't respect it. Why not? Why not go like take that for advantage and keep building and try to go back and come against them? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I can't respect that, man. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> All right, we're back from our break. Honestly, don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Anyway, in Texas, it's hot. I think we already established that. Um, JoJo. <laughs> you got a Texans glass for my boy? Born and raised in Texas. I heard I that. Oh, Modelo? I wish I had one. Bro, I need some Dos Equis. As hot as it is, I need a cold beer. Cold beer. Can't go wrong with it. Hell yeah. So that's that's pretty wild about all the prison stuff. Um, so I remember you, you, he had asked you about your, uh, craziest moments and stuff. So besides the death, what else was, was some other ones? Maybe some motherfuckers getting their ass whooped or something. Well, I got plenty of fight stories. Um, I can, I can, I can go to like, I can back up and rewind to like the best fight I've seen if that's what you want to hear. I mean, it really wasn't a fight. It was just a big motherfucker that hit somebody as hard as I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, I could do that. Boy was hitting, huh? Hard, hard. He about six five, six six at least. That meant about all of about at least three hundred pounds. So I, I, I go on. He was like sleeping, this. people. Sleeping and living right. Big old peck of wood. <laughs> big, big white boy. Tell you, oh, sleeping yeah. everything. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody trying to fuck with him. I ain't fuck with you, man. I ain't. I don't like that cap shit, man. That nigga sleep and shit, bro. Nobody want to fuck with him. Dang. So so uh, one day I seen him in a, in a, uh in the cafeteria. I was working in the kitchen at the time, <clears throat> and somebody had wanted his job. He had like the head job where he was working on the grill. Mm-hmm. And, um. So this one dude was telling him to try to get his spot, in the in the kitchen because he wanted to work the grill. Because you can make more money there and sell burgers on side, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So he had told the boss, and the boss had told him that he was telling on him. So one day we went, went into work the next morning, and uh, he told him, hey, well, I heard this, this, and this. He said, yo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he called him out on it, like, hey, what, what's going on, man? I heard you telling on me. And he's like, yo, I, I did that. And he and he, he said something on the on the lines of old bitch, like, I don't know if I can say it on here, but, like, he calling the B-word. Mm-hmm. Calling the B-word. He posted up on him. <coughs> the big dude posted up on, up on him and gave him a chance to swing. But he, he just, like, staring there like a deer in the headlights. He wasn't, like, yeah, he was trying lost. to do nothing. Like, you know, he confronted him. He just looked froze. Yeah. He posted up on him and, boom, hit him with a good right. And I'm telling you, like, it's, it sounds like somebody slapped him so hard, like, Hard slap I ever heard, but he 
hit him with a fist. I'm bow. And it, it look the whole outside of his eye socket, like right here, that caved in, like caved this whole shit in. Like he hit him one time, stunned him. Like he went on the, he down there dropped, but he went on the, uh, the table like trying to hold himself up. Yeah, I was black. He fracked like he he broke his whole eye socket. One punch. Dang it, boy. I mean, it's probably the hardest. As far as that, it's probably the hardest I've ever seen somebody get punched. You know what I'm saying? He just hit him one time. I mean, that was still early in my sentences, but, like, I've seen so many, so much stuff. It's, you know, I've seen a lot of, like, jumping, like, <laughs> gang stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as one-on-one. You been jumped? Oh, never in prison. I think ever in the world, too. No, I've never been jumped. Think about it now. I had to think about it for a second. I've never been jumped. I mean, other than like a heart check, but so what'd you do in the? Wh- what were you doing in the uh, kitchen? Like, what what was your job? I mean, you cook all. Uh, you cook the breakfast. They have like two shelves. You cook the breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Uh, on the first shift, and then you cook the dinner. The second shift come in, they cook the dinner. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So what kind of food did y'all have? I know you said something about burgers, but selling burgers on the side. Burgers for the for the guards. We don't get burgers. <laughs> Yeah. We, most of the stuff we get is like soupy, like I don't know what you, I don't even what what you would call it. It's just like soupy, some kind of slop noodles and soup. They give you like a square piece of bread, maybe it's like like some peas and carrots. And that's it. That's how you got. You better hope you got commissary in your, on your bunk. You going hungry? Mm. You know, so it's it, if you don't got nobody sending you money or you ain't got like a hustle in there trying to get money or anything like that, you are going hungry. Yeah. Every time. You know, so if you ain't got that, then you're out of there. Hmm. Ain't no good food in there. So what was your hustle? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, <laughs> I did a little things here and there, you know. Yeah. i tell you what other people do. Like okay, they, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll wash clothes. People wash clothes for you for some soups. Like, say you got... A short, like a pair of shirt, like one shirt and like a pair of pants. They give you like somebody give you two soups, ramen noodle soups for a shirt, and maybe two or three soups for a pair of pants. Um, yeah. You know they give you that so you can have something to eat. Um, I've seen that people draw all the time. You know people will pay for like a dollar fifty for like a letter or like for a portrait if you want. To a portrait drawn for your family, it costs about fifteen, twenty dollars. Or uh people tattoo in there, you know. You can get like a whole sleeve tattoo for like fifty to a hundred dollars, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. around that range. Um They made their own rigs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can make it out of uh, you know, copper wire and batteries and uh wire yeah, needles. Crafty, huh? Yeah, in a pink like a a, a pen tubing. You know, you can you can make stuff out of anything in there. You know, yeah. you'd be surprised the amount of oh, creativity that would come up when you ain't got nothing but time. You mm-hmm. know? So people create some stuff in there. There's 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 ninety nine million like hustles and things you can do in there to make money. You know, right. But I won't get into illegal things you can do. But no. I tell you the things you can do that uh you know get you by that'd be all right. You know, wash clothes. Uh, yeah. Tattoo, you know, things like things of that nature, you know. Yeah. But. That's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of crazy There's shit. A now. whole like little community inside them things. It's a whole different world, man. I'll tell you this, like it's some. Bro, how'd you adapt to having to use the bathroom in front of other people? <laughs> man, in the beginning, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's like something I had to get used to. Like it's maybe a little bit in, too much information, but I come from a place like, especially in prison. That's why I say come from a place that is like, like your complex is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, within like the first month, you're locked up right. in the jail. Right. That shit's gone. So you take it like, excuse me, but you could take a shit in front of like a whole dorm. They don't have like, <laughs> there's no stalls, you know? Yeah. So you're taking a shit in front of like, or taking a piss, whatever you got to do, do your business in front of like 24 to 50 some people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's something I had to get used to, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning. But once you get, keep doing it, then it's like anything, you get used to it, you know? Yeah. That's, all, that's that's something I had to get used to. Mm-hmm. You got used to taking a shit. <laughs> Man, everybody. and you know what's crazy? It's like... And everybody just looking at you. And when I first started, like, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there like taking a shit. I'm like, motherfucker, like, to the left and right of me, still taking shit. Yeah, they're the shitting time I am. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and they trying to talk to me, like, have full... Con- well, what you in here for, youngster? Like, Man, what you, what you got going on? You doing all right? I'm like, damn, man, I'm trying to take shit. Like, <laughs> stop <laughs> fucking with me, you know? Drop one, son. Yeah, but once you get used to it, it's like, people start talking to me like that. caught up in the like conversation, that. taking shit. And then shit. I just get used to it. So they talk to me, it's like, yo, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for this, yo. I'm doing this, yeah, I've been doing all right. I'm doing this to make my life better. Look up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it, it, just, <laughs> it come with it. Yeah. It just, once you get used to it, it's like, it just come with it, man. It's, and that, that, the showering, too, is like that. Oh man, that's a whole different story. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a whole different story, man. I ain't gonna touch on. You gotta wash your ass. You have to, man. I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm gonna be real, like vague about it when I say it. But I went to a place. When you go to a real ID unit, like, man, there's some stuff that you go in in the shower box, and it's a hundred man shower, whole bunch of naked ass dudes. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't want to see that shit. So it's like going to Gold's Gym. And I say, so I say this and be vague about. It. You see some things that you don't want to see, right? So I see, I seen some things I don't want to see. So <clears throat> when I seen that, that's when I decided upon myself, like, all right, I ain't going to showers no more. So I, sh- I showered in the sink for months and months and months on time. Just because I didn't want to go to the shower box, I seen some things I did not right. want to see. I'm let your I'm, I'm gonna let your mind wander on nah, that. I don't. I'm I, 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 I'm I'm be vague about it, but sounds like a lot I'm of gay let, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna let your mind wander. On that. I'm, I'm gonna keep it PG, man. But let your mind wander, man. But I seen some things I did not want to see, so I did not go back to the shower. I showered in, in the sink in the whole dorm by myself with some boxers. Did my business. Got no, I don't know about it though. Damn it, boy. It's, that's a whole, that's another thing you got to get used to. Ugh. Showers, 3.30 in the morning. What? 3.30 in the morning. You got a shower at 3.30? Shower at 3.30 in the morning. Most most uh, units in TDC, 3.30 in the morning. Breakfast calls about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Everything's very early. Lunchtime is about 9, 10. <laughs> Dinner at time? Night? What? In the morning. No, in the morning. Oh, lunchtime's at 9 or 10. Yeah. Uh, breakfast is about 3.30. Oh, y'all y'all 30, going to bed about the morning. 7, 6, 6, 7 o'clock. That's the hardest part. Dinner time coming about 4.35. So, 
So you eat, and if you don't got nothing up under your locker, you don't got no commissary, then you just hungry. So you're going to have to wait till 3.30 the next morning if you just that hungry. That's the only thing. You got to have commissary. And that's what drove me to do, like, to make money. Yeah. You have to. If you don't got money, you ain't going to survive enough. Because you need soap. Soap. Wash your body. Wash your Wash your face. You need that. And they don't provide that for you in the state of Texas. Like, you don't need shampoo, all of that. You have to. You have to do something. Same thing in the world. You have to provide for yourself, man. I just seen this. I just seen this video on TikTok. And uh, this lady's this lady's husband did a five-year sentence. Well, he was killed four years into it. And she couldn't get the body until another year or something like that. Oops. Yeah. Like she couldn't get the body or something for another year or something like that. I just looked at it and I was like, damn. All right. Well, I kept scrolling. See, speaking on death, it's like, say, if you're locked up and your mom dies, they will, in, in the state of Texas, TGC, they'll let you go and, and be at your family funeral. But if you're not immediate family, like if you're not a mother, or, or I mean, if you're not a mother or father or a full blood or full blood, whatever, brother yeah. and sister, they won't let you go to it. Cousins, like uncles, none of that. They won't let you go to it. Dang. Yeah, that's, that, that's a big thing in there. Like losing somebody when you locked up, that's hard, man. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Especially when you ain't got nothing. That's hard. Dang it, boy. Different. It's a whole different world in there. Whole community in there. I, I, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you uh, one thing. It's it respect is such a big thing in there. It's like if you don't walk in front of somebody and and you don't say excuse me. Oh that's yeah. A, that's a fight. Really? Like, like eight times out of ten, I say that. If you don't say excuse me when you walk in front of somebody, that's somebody trying to punch over that. It's so it's so simple like that. It's it's a whole different world. Yeah, that's wild. It's a whole different whole different world in there. See, I, I ain't built for that. Everything's burning up. And what I posted, he saw what I posted on Facebook. I said all them people from California moved over here, and now all the wildfires starting over here. It's dry over here in Texas. It's the worst place to go. Shit, it's so Texas, dry Louisiana, all the way up to Chicago, everything's dry. Ain't down south. Everything's wild. Yeah, it's wild out here. It's a wild time to be alive right now. Just when you think you've seen it all, something else happens. Yeah. What What you got to say, Jared? You got anything to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seen this. I seen this thing on TikTok today, and it was like this. This kid had asked another dude. He was like, "So, what's the quote of the day?" He said, "If money was friends, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies." Some real shit. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? He trying to eat the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, hungry. Hey, hi everybody. (laughs) I'm honestly tired. Sweating like a motherfucker. Boy, we in the garage in Texas. Yeah. It, it can't get no worse than this. We in the hot box. 
Right, as long as we ever been in this motherfucker, too. Oh. Usually just. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> too warm. Too it's warm. humid and warm. It's Texas. Like a greenhouse, bro. He's been locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. I've been hanging around with Hispanic and. Yeah, you got your phone? It's all about 13. Fuck. You got your phone? Y'all done? We're going to go ahead and end it right here. You guys be sure to follow us on Facebook for future future podcasts coming out. Um, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, but until next time, you guys stay safe. Stay hydrated. Stay cool. We out. Peace. Hit on chandelier, you playing, you won't see the mob. Moving like the mob, we driving fast inside these fancy cars. The council car garage, I'm living large, you should have seen the car. Stupid high, big feels